0: Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, May 9th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Iran says it's going to stop complying with parts of the international 2015 nuclear deal. Disney writes off more than $300 million from its stake in Vice Media. And a laptop in Lebanon helped prosecutors in Tokyo with charges against former Nissan boss Carlos Ghosn. Plus, the FT's U.S. Managing Editor, Peter Spiegel, talks through the White House's decision regarding the Mueller report and the U.S. House Judiciary Committee's actions against the Attorney General. I'm Mark Filippino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The United States is hitting Iran with fresh sanctions on the country's metal sectors, President Donald Trump announced the sanctions on Iran's iron, steel, and aluminum on Wednesday. Mr. Trump says Iran could expect further actions by the U.S., quote, unless it fundamentally alters its conduct. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo suggested that Iran threatened the world with quote, evil. This followed the deployment of a U.S. carrier strike group to the Middle East. Mr. Pompeo also made a visit to Iraq this week over what he described as some very specific threats about Iranian activity that endangered U.S. forces. The fresh sanctions came just hours after Iran's President Hassan Rouhani said Iran would stop complying with parts of the 2015 nuclear deal. Trump withdrew the U.S. from the deal earlier this year. Now, other countries that are still part of it, including France, Germany, and the U.K. are growing concerned that Iran might revive its nuclear program. France's foreign minister, Florence Parly, acknowledged the possibility of EU sanctions toward Iran if the deal fell apart. Wholesome Disney and the edgy Vice media always seemed unlikely business partners. Now the family-style media group has had more disappointment from its investment in Vice, Disney wrote down $353 million from its Vice stake, which follows a $157 million write-down on the investment late last year. Back in 2015, Disney was among the powerful investors in Vice, spending $400 million on its stake. At the time, Disney had valued the digital media company at more than $4 billion. But in the past year, Vice has had to deal with a tougher online media landscape as digital ad sales get swallowed up by Facebook and Google. And sources tell the FT that Tokyo prosecutors have built their strongest case against the former head of Nissan, Carlos Ghosn, using information from a laptop acquired in Lebanon. Sources say the laptop obtained from an assistant to Mr. Ghosn contained evidence relating to Mr. Ghosn's financial transactions. The information enabled prosecutors to pursue their investigation in Beirut, where the former Nissan chairman is protected by his status as a national hero. The FT's sources say that without the laptop, Japanese prosecutors wouldn't have been able to make one of their biggest claims against Ghosn, that he allegedly moved millions of dollars in Nissan's money into companies that were owned by his wife and son. Mr. Gone was first arrested in November on breach-of-trust charges and was indicted on another breach-of-trust charge in April. Prosecutors obtained the laptop from the assistant several weeks before he was rearrested in April. Gone has called the charges against him a, quote, conspiracy. The assistant, Nissan, and Tokyo prosecutors declined to comment on the laptop. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. Wednesday was a busy day in U.S. politics. The White House took steps to block the release of the full, unredacted Mueller report. And the U.S. Attorney General was held in contempt of Congress by the Democratic U.S. House Judiciary Committee, whose chairman, Jerry Nadler, said the country had entered a, quote, constitutional crisis. U.S. Managing Editor Peter Spiegel unpacks it all with the help of an enthusiastic bird chirping in the background.
1: Well, it's been a very dramatic 24 hours. As everyone remembers, the Mueller report was actually released, uh, but only in a redacted form. So there were blackouts in a lot of the areas that were sensitive for grand jury testimony, national security issues that kind of thing. And the House has subpoenaed the unredacted, the unexpurgated version. And they've also asked for a lot of other things, supporting documents, witness statements, all these kinds of things, demanding it as part of their own investigation. What just happened on Wednesday is the Trump administration invoked something called executive privilege, basically the right of the executive branch of the White House to say there are certain communications that goes on, advice to the president, communications within the executive branch we need to keep secret. You know, if you can't have secret advice from your advisors, what's the point? You know, so this is something the Supreme Court has actually upheld. Uh, you're allowed to claim executive privilege, usually focused just on national security, though. They don't really normally allow you to do it for anything. And there is famously in Nixon, the Nixon case, where Nixon tried to keep his tapes that he had secretly recorded in the White House, keep those secret from prosecutors. And the Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. So your right to claim executive privilege. But the courts have not always backed the president on this. So what the White House has done is blocked a release, said we won't abide by the subpoena. And then the House Judiciary Committee turns around and says, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to hold the the, the attorney general himself in contempt of Congress. So they voted on Wednesday to do that as well. So both sides really major escalation in the confrontation over what's contained in the Mueller report.
0: Peter, what does this say more broadly about American politics? Well, it is
1: yet again a sign that the Trump administration just acts differently from almost anyone else. You know, the fact that he has instructed, the president himself has instructed his aides, his cabinet ministers, his entire executive branch to ignore congressional subpoenas is not unprecedented because others have done it selectively. But the broad scope of the fight back is unprecedented. So the fact that, yet again, sort of, Violating norms of, of Washington ways is a surprise and perhaps not unexpected, but clearly a sign of how bitter things have gotten in Washington. And the fact that a cabinet secretary, a, 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 the attorney general, that the chief law enforcement official in the land has been held in contempt of Congress, again, it's happened before, but on a, on a much smaller uh, issue, back in, as recently as the Obama administration, Eric Holder refused to testify on, on some issues. But again, nothing of this consequence, nothing of the consequence of an issue of, frankly, that could lead to impeachment. So it is really the epitome of this, the bitterness that has that has risen even higher since the Democrats have taken control of the House and been given the power to vote for subpoenas and demand testimony from senior Trump administration officials. So what's next? Well, no one really knows. The Democrats have signaled they're ready to take this to court. The courts in the past have signaled that they don't like to adjudicate between the legislative branch and the executive branch. There are three co-equal branches. They like the executive and the congressional to work it out on their cell on their own. We've seen several opinions that have come up in the past when these kind of standoffs happen and they, they strongly urge the executive branch to negotiate with the legislative branch to come up with some, some agreement. That's li- not likely to happen in this case. So I think the Democrats are likely to take it to court. That could take months. And so we may not have a resolution on whether the House is going to get an expurgated version of the the Mueller report until we get uh, a series of court rulings that could go all the way to the Supreme Court.
0: You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following negotiations between the U.S. and China. Officials from both countries plan to meet in Washington, D.C. to try and put an end to the ongoing trade war. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen